Nap transitions can be tough, and in both my personal and professional opinion, transitioning babies from three to two naps can be scary and kind of feels like uncharted territory. And it's also an exciting transition. Your baby can finally start moving to more of a set, clock-based schedule rather than focusing so strongly on awake windows, and that brings a lot of freedom to your day. Hey there, I'm Lauren Angler, your fellow mom friend and pediatric sleep consultant of Via Graces. This is a place where you'll learn all the sleep tips and tricks so you feel equipped to navigate the ups and downs of your little one's sleep. You'll also get an inside look at our family's life as I share the real joys and tougher moments of parenting. So whether you're nap trapped, driving to daycare pickup, or you're enjoying a solo evening walk, my goal is for this podcast to be another reminder that when it comes to most things in parenting, All it takes is a plan and a whole lot of grace. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, here we go. The first question, what age are babies usually ready to transition to two naps? Most babies make the transition around seven months old, though I have seen babies as young as six months transition, and I've also seen babies hang on until around eight months old. If your baby is eight months or older and takes three great naps and sleeps 11 to 12 hours overnight, then there's really no need to switch. If, however, your baby is eight months old, is still taking three naps some days, and sleep is a struggle, naps and or bedtime, it's certainly time to transition to a two-nap schedule. So what are the signs your baby is ready to transition? The most common sign your baby is ready is that there's just not enough time in the day to squeeze in that third nap without pushing bedtime too late. At this age, a bedtime between 6.30 and 8 p.m. is ideal, and we're looking for around 11 to 12 hours of nighttime sleep. So if you're finding that with three naps, bedtime is regularly getting pushed beyond 8 p.m., it's likely time to switch. Similarly, if your little one is around seven months old, is taking three naps and napping fairly well during the day, but is struggling with waking up before 6 a.m. most mornings, it's also likely time to transition to two naps as they may not have enough built up sleep pressure to fully make it through the night. Finally, if your baby is starting to refuse that third nap and no matter what you do, you just can't seem to make that cat nap work, it's likely time to transition. So how? How do we make that switch from three naps to two? The most important piece for this transition to be able to happen is with the schedule and how much awake time your baby can handle. It's okay if your baby can still only handle around two hours and 15 minutes of awake time in the morning, but we want to see that afternoon awake time stretching closer to two hours and 45 minutes or so. The end goal of awake windows for a consistent two nap schedule is two and a half hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon, and three and a half hours in the evening, but it might take some time to get there. We'll dig more into that soon. There may be a few random days at the beginning of the transition that you still need to offer a third little cat nap to make it to bedtime. Maybe it's just been an off nap day. So in that case, I would plan on making that a nap on the go, maybe stroller, car seat, carrier, and plan for just a short 20, maybe 30 minute nap. This will just help bridge the gap between nap and bedtime without too much overtiredness. As your baby adjusts to just two naps a day, they will likely need an early bedtime as they're not quite ready for wider awake windows and or their naps haven't fully lengthened yet. An ideal early bedtime is around 6.30, though I've definitely been known to put my girls down as early as 6, 6.15 during nap transitions. 
Finally, one of the most exciting pieces of the three to two nap transition is you can now get your baby on a set schedule. So let's talk about what that looks like. When can I get my baby on a clock-based nap schedule? At some point in their parenting journey, most parents ask this question. They're craving that by-the-clock nap schedule. And the answer is now, once they transition to two naps. For newborns and young babies, awake windows will dictate the entire schedule and routine of the day, which is in essence a clock-based schedule, but your baby will certainly not be napping at the same time or for the same length each day. Now, however, rather than focusing so closely on awake windows, the end goal is that you will be able to look at the clock and know that at the same time every day, your baby should be napping. We essentially help set your little one's circadian rhythm around the clock, and this schedule is formed around what awake windows are developmentally appropriate at your baby's age. And then they can be on a set schedule from here on out, which is amazing. Now, some people love their awake windows, so let's answer this real quick. Do you have to move to a clock-based schedule? The short answer is no. If you've been following awake windows and it's working well for you, you can absolutely keep doing so. But here are the scenarios where I encourage parents to make the switch from solely focusing on awake windows to following a clock-based schedule. One, maybe your little one has transitioned to two naps and you want to go by the clock. Two, your baby has gotten into a pattern of early bedtimes and therefore early wake-ups and you can't seem to get out of the cycle. Three, your baby regularly takes two naps, but their naps are short and inconsistent. Four, you're having a hard time figuring out how to drop the third nap while avoiding overtiredness, but your child's bedtime is getting too late. Or five, your little one has transitioned to two naps, but something is just off. So basically, if you're trying to stick with awake windows and it's just not working, switch to a clock-based schedule. Most babies and toddlers I work with thrive on that schedule consistency and predictability, so I highly recommend a by-the-clock tune-up schedule. Okay, so what are the best tune-up schedules? Let's dig in there. When transitioning to a tune-up schedule or when I'm helping a family with a baby in the seven to nine-ish month range, I almost always start with the following schedule. Seven o'clock wake up, 9.30 to 11 nap one, two to 3.30 nap two, seven o'clock bedtime. Now that schedule is based on two and a half hours awake in the morning, three hours awake in the afternoon, and three and a half hours awake before bedtime. Some babies reach 10 months old and that first schedule example is still working great. Awesome, then no need to change. My youngest was on that above schedule from about seven months old until 14 or 15 months old before we had to make any adjustments. When it works, it works. But sometimes in that 10 to 12 month range, we find babies need a slight shift yet still definitely need two naps. Maybe your baby was falling asleep smoothly for both naps, but now all of a sudden is taking more than 10 minutes to fall asleep for their morning and or afternoon nap over several days, then it's likely time for a schedule adjustment. Or if your baby is still falling asleep in great time, however, what was once an hour and a half nap is now a 45 minute nap, it's likely time to push that nap back a bit later. So a schedule that often works well for babies who need some sort of shift is this, seven o'clock wake up, 10 to 11.30, nap one, 2.45 or three, or 3.45 to four, nap two, 7.30, maybe 7.45, bedtime. That might even mean you'll have to wake your baby up from nap two. 
When on a two-nap schedule, we are aiming for no more than three hours of daytime sleep. This is important so we don't cut into overnight sleep. The goal there is 11 to 12 hours. And so bedtime doesn't get pushed back much later. Now, hearing these schedules might kind of freak you out. Does your baby really have to follow those perfectly? No, I will say most babies do well with a very similar schedule, but babies are not robots. It might look differently for some. My youngest pretty quickly settled into a two-hour morning nap and a one-hour afternoon nap, and I loved it. It gave me lots of time in the morning to clean up breakfast, maybe exercise, homeschool my older girls. So her schedule was more like 9.30 to 11.30 nap one, 2.30 to 3.30 nap two, and seven o'clock bedtime, and we loved it. Now, if you caught yourself trying to quickly jot down all of these different schedules, take a breath. We have a free baby schedule guide with all of these schedules and more in it, so you can have a quick reference to what schedules might be coming next. You can snag it at viagraces.com slash schedules or get it in the show notes below. Okay, so Lauren, this schedule sounds great and all, but how do you actually switch from an awake window schedule to a set tune-up schedule? I'm so glad you asked. First, when making this switch, I always start with the morning nap. If your baby wakes up for the day before 6 a.m., consider that a night waking and respond accordingly. If your baby wakes up sometime between 6 and 7 a.m., try to keep them in their crib until as close to 7 as possible. Then, regardless of if your child woke up at 6, 6.30, or 7, our goal is to start the first nap at 9.30. Yes, I know that means an early riser will be awake extra long and overtiredness is a concern, but this is the best place to start. If your baby really can't make it to 9.30, it's okay to put them down a bit sooner, but try not to go any earlier than 9. Then you can slowly work your way up to 9.30. While your baby is adjusting to having a set morning nap, I suggest you keep following awake windows before the second nap and bedtime. Okay, next, once the morning nap is set, we then focus on setting the second nap. The ideal would be that your little one naps in the morning from 9.30 to 11, so that natural three-hour awake window would land us at two o'clock for the second nap of the day. The idea of a clock-based schedule, however, is that even if your baby only sleeps for 45 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes, we still wait for that second nap to be at two. If your baby's nap is a bit shorter than ideal, do your best to keep them in their crib until as close to 11 as possible, because remember, we're trying to train their body clock. Even if you have to get them up sooner, you will still base their next nap as if they woke up at 11. Same thing for that afternoon nap. Our aim is for it to be until 3.30 or an hour and a half long. So even if your baby wakes sooner, try to keep them in their crib until as close to 3.30 as possible. We're then aiming for a seven o'clock bedtime. When you first make this transition, your baby may need a bit of an earlier bedtime, maybe 6.30, and that's totally normal. That will help accommodate for any overtiredness as they can tag on any lost daytime sleep into their night. And finally, remember that nap transitions take time. It can take around four to six weeks for babies and toddlers to adjust to nap transitions, and that is certainly true of the three to two nap transition. Your baby may transition to two naps fairly smoothly, but they might still need an early bedtime for a few weeks as they adjust to wider awake windows. Or they may still be taking two shorter naps, Or they may adjust to setting the first nap of the day fairly easily, but they might take time to adjust to that second nap of the day being more set. 
and this is all very normal. After four to six weeks, you should feel like you're finally in a consistent groove of two long naps and a clock-based schedule. And if you're not, it's time to do some problem solving. Now, let's talk the 30-minute rule of two-nap schedules because your baby is not a robot and they will have off days. So then what? With a nap schedule that is set around the clock, we want to keep our babies within 30 minutes of the ideal schedule so as to not confuse their body clocks. So if your baby usually sleeps for an hour and a half in the morning, but for whatever reason only slept 40 minutes that day, you don't want to bring their second nap forward an entire hour. The ideal would be that your baby still takes their second nap at the same time as every other day, like two o'clock. But if they're really struggling to get there, 1.30 would be the earliest you would want to lay them down. Maybe try to push to 1.45. Similarly, if your baby has a rough afternoon nap, 6.30 would be the earliest bedtime for a child who generally goes to bed at 7. Unless, of course, your little one skips an afternoon nap altogether, then a 6 o'clock bedtime is definitely necessary. We have this 30-minute rule because once we set their little body clocks, straying too far from that schedule could make a nap or bedtime much more challenging to fall and or stay asleep. I know that nap transitions are tough and transitioning to a set schedule can feel daunting, but it's so worth it. And that's why I want you to feel like you have a plan. And the grace, some of you may be hearing this and thinking, wow, this sounds so strict. I don't want such a set schedule for my child. First of all, I want to tell you that kids thrive on consistency and having set nap schedules helps give them that. Are some kids able to sleep well and never have a schedule like this? Sure. You don't have to transition to a set nap schedule if what you're currently doing works for you. However, if your child is struggling with their naps or following awake windows has been overwhelming, now's the time to make the switch. Still give yourself grace as you navigate the transition because it's all still a change. Last week, we chatted the four to three nap transition. This week, we've covered three naps to two, so yes, next week, we'll be talking about the transition from two naps to one. It can be a bit of a doozy. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a friend with a baby around six to seven months old who is nearing this nap transition or just nervous about sleep in general, send them this episode so they can learn more. And if you've been helped by this episode or podcast in general, I would so appreciate it if you'd rate and review it so more people can find and listen to it.